0: All right. This first post reads: "Shout out to the lady on my neighborhood app who posted an appeal for volunteers to come serve as waitstaff at her family's Thanksgiving dinner."
1: This is a genius idea. It's brilliant. Oh my god!
0: You think that everyone celebrates Thanksgiving, but that's not true. There are some people who don't have family out here at who all. just sitting at home
1: doing nothing. Doing
0: nothing. Would on love a free the
1: and love to meet people,
0: and would love to network.
1: You already know by the post, it's a very nice house. Oh. So to be. You're talking about a mansion.
0: She asked for weight staff.
1: Yeah, not a person. She's like anybody, but I need a team.
0: Assemble like the Power Rangers and come save my Thanksgiving dinner.
1: She's like, please, I'm gonna be embarrassed serving all this food by myself. (laughs) This is Nosy Neighbors. I'm Jenna Dunaka,
0: And I'm Candace Thompson.
1: And we'll be breaking down the most absurd neighborhood posts we can find on the Citizen and Nextdoor apps. But where else? Do we look? Forget where we look. What tools do we use to look? Magnifying glasses.
0: Monocles.
1: You know, the things they use to dip the evidence in like some water. Yeah, I use that. <laughs> I use
0: that too. <laughs> That thing, I, I use that too. That little chemical water? Yep, yeah, that, that, I know exactly and what you're talking in, like, about. like the of dark
1: rooms, so uh-huh. when you're like trying to uh
0: expose the photo. Uh
1: huh. Yeah, I'll be using those. That's how serious I am about these posts. <laughs> disclaimer disclaimer this podcast features our thoughts and opinions on interesting stories from the internet to your neighborhoods
0: all riffs are for comedic purposes only
1: do not try this at home
0: we had to tell them
1: we had to tell them
0: Welcome back to Collector's Closet, presented by The Ohio Lottery. Let's discuss my newest prize possession, this new $10 scratch-off, the $500,000 Platinum
1: Jackpot. The best method I've found so far to help it hold its value is to vacuum seal it. This thing cannot get scratched. What's that? Sorry, my producer's telling me the only way it could be worth up to five hundred dollars is if I do scratch it? Okay, well, in that case, definitely don't overprotect your $500,000 Platinum Jackpot scratch-offs. Play them. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Play responsibly.
0: Now, I will say this. Mm -hmm. We're talking about this woman as if she's affluent. We're saying that she's already had some kind of staff. But I will say that the post says an appeal for volunteers in quotes, (laughs) which means she's not paying them
1: yeah 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 she's not paying
0: so she she ain't got money
1: well she <laughs> she's down to pay is she though but you want to start low
0: that's not low that's nothing that's, yeah, that's <laughs> good you could say <laughs> she's like that's where i'd start <laughs> you could say like we'll offer some compensation yeah. just say that so that is vague and then you'll have people reaching out and be like how much is this or
1: the food is so good that it pays it for pay, itself? It pays for itself. So she's he's, like, honey.
0: She's <laughs> like, I'm paying you. It's an honor. In cornbread. To be here. <laughs> <laughs> you should be paying me
1: to get one of these plates.
0: Can I tell you that I could pay people in cornbread? And mm-hmm. my cornbread is so delicious. Okay. No complaints.
1: I'm a big fan of cornbread.
0: If you saw this post and weren't doing anything I'll for Thanksgiving, you would roll up. I would go just for the free food. Just for the store, Just for the... Well, mm, now I'm taking that back because... It's risky going into someone's place and you've never had their food before. Mm-hmm. You don't know if she knows how to season. It don't matter. What's wrong with you? You have a tapeworm.
1: If it's bad, I would just leave.
0: That's what I'm saying. Like, anybody yeah. see the stairs? He tried the potato salad, <laughs> and I then saw him make a beeline. Just for the, left for the back door. Hopped on his
1: scooter and dipped.
0: He hopped over a fence. Couldn't get away fast enough. <laughs> it's a trap. He's like, oh, I'm just burning off this potato salad I just That's ate. I'll be back. I'll be back. <laughs> Never see him again. All right, let's jump into our first segment. This is where Chin and I like to discuss what's going on in our own neighborhood.
1: And I know Candace likes to discuss first.
0: I don't mind it one bit. Okay, this is just one sentence, but this one sentence was apparently very emotional for a lot of people, including the person who posted it. And this post reads... KFC on La Cienega is gone! What was funny to me about this was, yes, the fact that she was so emotional about this KFC. Mm. Like, other people were just like, no, say it ain't so! Oh, yeah. <laughs> Somebody wrote, I stopped at a Pollo Loco in Palm Desert, sat in the drive-through lane for about 10 minutes before realizing it was closed. Yeah. <laughs> no staff reported for work that day. Yep. So these are people who have these experiences of going to an establishment to get one of their favorite meals mm-hmm. and it's gone. It's yeah. traumatic.
1: A lot of parents ain't cooking out here. So fast food becomes very sentimental.
0: Because,
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you, uh, that's, a lot of your your best memories are tied with, with that chicken.
0: <laughs> I've never been emotional about an establishment closing. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, I will say a fast food establishment Ooh. closing. What?
1: Which establishment will kind of get you?
0: Well... There's one grocery store that I love.
1: Go ahead. Shout I don't want to
0: say what. <laughs> I'm going to get shit on. Why? Because people are going to call me bougie.
1: Oh, yeah. You, I mean, everybody knows you're bougie.
0: Erawan.
1: Okay. I never heard that in my life. You are bougie. I know. Jesus Christ. There's like five of them. So I think so many people turned off the podcast. I know. She never asked you.
0: Okay. but I,
1: I, I apologize for our listening.
0: <laughs> it's good. Anyway, I, you just remind me I had to renew my membership. But. I do remember having an uncle. He had a very emotional response wait, when I, the Waffle House shut down. Wait
1: one second. I what? like how you just glossed over that you paid membership to go to a grocery store. That's insane.
0: Once you go, like my manager hates me because I took her to Erwan and now she's like, I she, can't she not can't go there. Running. Oh yeah, it's amazing. The staff—they all look like models. <laughs> Everyone's skin is glowing. It's a
1: crummy stitch of but- grocery stores. <laughs> Well, this one post reads, a kid just came knocking on our door and asked us to call a number for her to tell the person where she was. We obliged and called the number for the kid and told the person who answered the call that the kid would meet her at 83rd and Rayford. Is this some kind of scam? Has this happened to anyone else? Was weird? Who doesn't have a cell phone these days? Would you do that? I've done it a few times.
0: I think that... It's unfortunate, but I would have to judge that by what the person looked like. Yeah. If they looked crazy, obviously, mm-hmm. or I felt threatened by their presence, I'm not gonna let you use so my So you phone. just
1: both like, oh, they open your door like, oh yeah, sorry, I don't have technology.
0: Well, <laughs> you fortunately do not have to worry about being a woman. No, facts. so if there's a man, if it was, it depends sure. on the, the the sex of the person. There's a woman. Yeah, if it's a woman and, I again, she looks okay, doesn't look like she got a, she's strapped or mm-hmm. something like that, I would be like, yes, I, I'll make a call for you. How yeah.
1: oh, you know she ain't judging you? She like, uh eh. She could be, and she if she You open the is. door and she's like, uh eh, never mind.
0: She looks like she shops at Erewhon <laughs> and slams the door. Hi, how can I help you?
1: Uh,
0: I'm okay. Never mind. you I'll just go hitchhike. <laughs> <over judging> <laughs> I'll just go get on this truck with judge this murderer. You, Mr.
1: Stranger at the door. <laughs> you're a stranger too, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't necessarily knock on a stranger's door to use a phone. I would rather go to like a gas station. Just an employee. Absolutely. Just more p- more public place.
0: Absolutely. I mean, yeah. I guess sometimes that's inconvenient depending upon where you are, what neighborhood you're in.
1: Yeah. The person let her use the phone. They got very weirded out right after. It's like should have thought about that before.
0: My <laughs> <laughs> my concern with my phone dying and having to use someone else's phone is I don't know anyone's number memorized. That's true. I don't know how to call anybody. I think I know
1: my dad's number. I know my dad and my mom's number by heart. Their cell? Yeah. I was just about to say it out loud that I realize. Do it. I'm more buck. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. I know they're never
0: Can that. I hear what your mom would say if she found out you gave out? her phone number on our podcast and she started getting calls
1: and people are calling her mm-hmm. all right you be that stranger hello
0: hi. hello <laughs>
1: my mom don't like waiting
0: hi hi speak up um i'm a fan of nosy neighbors and Who? of nosy neighbors what is that it's a podcast that your son what is a podcast so it's kind of like which sort uh the one with the big head and the salmon
1: feet ah okay Uh huh. do. Uh-huh, keep going Uh. (laughs) i'm aware (laughs) you motherfuckers up next is neighborhood watch where we dive deep into the apps to find the best local stories now candace how deep do we dive i'm talking man mozzarella.
0: I was thinking pizza.
1: Yeah, deep dish pizza. I
0: actually, my brain went calzone.
1: Oh, meditation deep.
0: Oh, Mm -hmm. third eye deep. Third
1: eye deep. There we go, that's a good one. Yeah, top of the monk mountain deep.
0: Ashram deep.
1: That's right. Mahatma Gandhi deep. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. This first post reads, Scottish police rescue a seal with a red bull energy drink stuck over its jaw. The seal was first spotted swimming off the coast of Belfast, Northern Ireland with the can wedged on its lower jaw.
0: A rescue operation was launched by a seal rescue team in collaboration with the Belfast Harbor Police, Legan Search and Rescue, and the charity, Debbie Doolittle Wildlife Rescue.
1: The rescuers were unable to capture the seal, but the animal was rescued during the weekend when it was spotted resting on a storm drain. Debbie Doolittle Wildlife Rescue. (laughs)
0: You know that was the first thing I was gonna say is I'm not trusting any wildlife rescue That's definitely called like Debbie a, Doolittle.
1: That definitely sounds independent.
0: Now is it supposed <laughs> she's to a, she's a That's renegade. a freelance uh wildlife rescue <laughs> 100%, 100%. operation right there. Debbie Doolittle, is that supposed to be a play on Doctor Doolittle? Because Di- ah. didn't Doctor Doolittle, he was the guy with the animals, right? That's right. So maybe this is his wife. Wait, was Doctor Doolittle real? The real
1: person? <laughs> <laughs> Heads
0: just exploding.
1: brain magma all over the microphone.
0: I'm trying to understand how a can gets wedged on a seal's jaw. He could be a Red Bull addict.
1: Definitely a Red Bull head.
0: This sounds like the seal was just like so like jittery. Like I gotta have it. And then he wasn't paying attention and tried to... Pop it and with his mouth because yeah. you know his hands are just flippers. Thanks. So he tried to pop it with his mouth, and it got wedged under his jaw. <laughs> <laughs> I noticed that they actually have a seal rescue team.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So this this must happen to seals regularly. Oh, the... to have a whole team dedicated to seals. Now is that like Seal Team Six? Oh yeah,
1: it's up there with the Navy Seals, but it's more in the literal sense. Well,
0: you know the Navy Seals are actual seals.
1: Get out of here.
0: They're real seals. They're, they're blue just, seals. They're—I don't know if they're blue or well, navy. Oh, you're saying navy blue? Yeah, navy. Yeah, no, that's just stupid. <laughs> Do you know the the, the 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 test, the test Actual to become
1: seals, save the world. That <laughs> the, wasn't stupid. Uh, test? <laughs> for me. Well, if I made a blue. That's why I took it too far.
0: <laughs> the test for the seals to join the Navy SEALs is. They taunt them with Red Bulls Ah, and they see which ones are strong enough to to not get addicted. And then if they survive that,
1: the sky's the limit.
0: Yep. They can take out Osama bin Laden. I like that. You welcome.
1: Well, Debbie Doolittle, we thank you for your service. This could easily have been a good neighbor story.
0: This next post reads, person trapped in bag. This happened in West Blundwood Avenue in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. (laughs) Trapped in a bag.
1: Now, is a person alive?
0: If they're trapped, I'm going to go ahead and say yes.
1: Okay, so they are alive. That's good to know. I'm
0: going to go ahead and say they were probably anxiously trying to get out of the bag, and that is what drew attention to the person trapped in the bag. Oh, you know what it
1: is? Like uh, one of those sleeping bags.
0: I was going to say... And
1: the zipper fell off. It would (laughs) have... You know, you ever had like a zipper fall off a jacket and you can't? Yes. And you're fucked.
0: And you're just like, or just, yeah, or it just breaks just and you're jams? just like, yeah, yeah. you're just it, like, it's caught. Absolutely. It's, I panic every time. Yeah. It could be a duffel bag. I didn't mm. think about that. That, oh, okay. So let's say somebody, she was a victim of kidnapping.
1: Okay. And, and someone
0: put her in like a big duffel or tote bag. Yeah. They knocked them unconscious and then they stuffed them in the duffel bag and they were going to get rid of them throw them in the ocean
1: but they got in a car accident duffel bag pops out the trunk
0: on the side of the road they can't
1: stop now it's too many strangers around they keep driving
0: they have to keep going
1: now the guy's just like "Eh."
0: this person wakes up from their mild coma yeah and they can't get out of the duffel bag
1: i like that too that's the that's That's the only reasonable explanation i don't think it's the only reasonable one (laughs) (laughs) i wouldn't go that far (laughs) i give it top 10 His next post reads, Firefighters confirm a floating lobster trap was mistaken for a person in distress. This happened under the William M. Powell Bridge in New England, Coconut Grove, Florida. It's a hell of a name.
0: Now, are you a lobster person? Oh, yeah. Lobster or crab, pick one. If you had to pick gun to your head, you can only have one for the rest of your life.
1: Lobster. Why it had to be so intense? I'll tell you the truth without the gun, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, but it's that serious. Okay.
1: But I'm just saying it's not (laughs) necessary. I'm a big shrimp guy.
0: Shrimp is delicious. Yes. Big
1: uh, scallion.
0: Yes, scallions are onions.
1: That too. I like scallops.
0: <laughs> He's like, I like crabs with my scallions. <laughs> like the scallops. You mean scallops? Yes. Yeah.
1: Crab legs? It's a lot of work. I don't like it. I don't like the lot like cracking and shit. That's too much work. I don't, so
0: that's why you know. I'm not talking about the work. I'm talking don't, about the taste. I'm don't talking like about the it. flavor.
1: Well, once I break a sweat, it tastes better. As soon as I'm sweating, I'm not into it.
0: Your palate is trash because you're lazy.
1: No, my my freaking hands are swollen. (laughs) I gotta use a freaking tool belt. Crab cakes are delicious. I
0: think lobster's overrated.
1: Let's, Let's take a boat, nosy neighbors. You guys listening?
0: How upset would you be if you dove in, if you were a firefighter or a lifeguard and you thought somebody was drowning and you dove in to save somebody, and you found out that it was lobsters.
1: Just a cage, not a lobster. Just a cage of lobsters.
0: Well, it could have. Been. They could have had lobsters in them. Oh,
1: well, if I say the lobster, then you know.
0: You could be like, "Can That's I? If I get to keep the I lobster, keep we're all good. Then but, we're good."
1: But if it's just an em- empty lobster cage, empty
0: lobster trap, you dove in fully clothed. Let's say you're not even a first responder. Yeah. You're just the person who is a good Samaritan. You see someone flailing in the ocean, and you just dive in, in and the then lobster. you pull up
1: a uh, lobster I'll a be my lobster, last because it
0: wasn't you should probably stop and get glasses first maybe yeah. get an eye test I'll get an eye
1: test and probably my last good deed for a year for or two. just a year I'll take two years off and do anything just good you know I see a house burning like right what it not my
0: business <laughs> <laughs> nah, just keep it moving not my business I don't see it would you <laughs> take it out on lobsters for a while after that for example would you just like eat 30 lobsters a week just to get retaliation
1: well, it's not the lobsters that are at fault, right? It's the fishermen. So yeah. I would, like, just...
0: Take it out on them?
1: Oh, cut holes in all their fishing nets.
0: You could steal their lobster. I could. You could steal from their commercial lobster traps.
1: Yes, jail is always on the table.
0: In the middle of the night to get back at them for that.
1: You're selling, now you're selling money from their children's mouths, Candace, you <laughs> animal.
0: Thank God for the disclaimer on this podcast. Wouldn't want someone doing that. No, not at all.
1: Don't try that at home. Only try it on C.
0: Man, that was fun. That was
1: amazing. A
0: great time. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, know that we'll be doing this every week.
1: Every single week, guys.
0: We have a favor to ask of you. Send us your posts. Send us your posts. All of them. We're going to put them in. The wild, the silly, the dramatic.
1: Yep. A lot of these posts today was from people that sent it to us. So send us your posts and come back and listen for them.
0: The links are in our bios on social media. What's your social media today? Mine is
1: Jokes by Candace.
0: That is mine.
1: Oh wait, mine is Chittado Unaka. Chin-E-D-U-U-N-A-K-A. That's on TikTok and Instagram and on Twitter at do Comedy. That's right, guys. <laughs> Our next segment is the owner Fred segment. This is when me and Candace, we bring on one of our buddies to just partake in the silliness. You know, they come on and tell us a funny story about a neighbor. So up next, we actually have a very, very special guest this week. I've been knowing this brother for years, man. Super talented comedian, amazing writer, excellent actor. You see them on Hood Adjacent, put your hands together for my brother James Davis. Yes, yes. What up, James? All right, James. Yeah, man. So go ahead. Jump right into it, man. What you got?
2: Okay. Boom. So this neighbor, I'm a fan of, like, you know, white people, and I have, you know, (laughs) I have white male friends. So, like, when I move forward in the story, let it be known: there's plenty of white males I'm cool with. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh yeah,
1: yeah. This is very. I I could attest to this. James is an avid golfer.
0: Right.
2: There's exactly of, uh,
1: yeah for sure
2: you know so so it's not like i'm not cool with white people
0: right of course
2: but my neighbor if i, I was living in marina del rey and i just moved to hollywood and i really feel like the main reason i moved was because i was punked by my neighbor <laughs> who literally would watch movies at imax level like oh. literally like the loudest and he had, like, subwoofers. I mean, like, he'd watch an action movie, and I, I felt like I was sleeping in Vietnam. Like, <laughs> it, was, it was horrible. It was horrible. And, and I felt like my security or, you know, my whoever you call when you want to, like, snitch on the neighbor, uh-huh. they weren't taking it seriously. I called a few times. like, hey, dude next door, he got it at drive-in level. Like like cars are outside to, to, to listen to this movie. And I think he I, I think he was a gamer too. I just know that like it was killing my walls. Like I'd be trying to watch something and I would just the the vibration of whatever he was watching, it was just oh man, I'd be over there with a female or something, we just try to set the move, just boom, boom, boom. Oh uh, damn. Die hard just in the background. Now just,
1: now was this always at different times or what is like a, around like a similar time, like from six to nine was like his T
2: V watching. Yeah, TV. it was like a six to nine, but sometimes he would, you know, feel a little frisky and let it go to like eleven, mm. you know, a little yeah. like ten thirty. Yeah. I think I even told security one time, like, hey, nobody ever talked to him. And what makes it worse was just me being a black dude and I'm supposed to be white, like uh, apartment complex in Marina del right? I would try my best to be like, you know, take hey, cordial. You know, I, I, you know, as yeah. in like, I, I am cordial, but even when I'm in a bad mood or I don't feel like talking to nobody, I, I try to be nice. But with this dude, I don't know what it was. I would always say what's up to him, and he would just kind of, like, maybe he didn't know how to say what's up back. Maybe he didn't trust his cool, but he would just be super awkward and be silent. So I'd be like, bruh, it, Wednesday like ten thirty, like you know you loud like you right. know you loud bro and it was also like it was so loud I'd be like do the other neighbors not trip are y'all yes. right <laughs> yeah that's that's all I'm that's about. To what ask. I was
0: gonna ask too is like, like how is no one else complaining about this yeah
1: where you're in type of unit where like your apartment was most affected or everybody was kind of equally
2: affected but they were just so used to it I definitely probably was most affected but it was loud. I feel like there was a little courtyard in between, and then other. I feel like you could hear them in the courtyard. I know other neighbors had to have heard it. It almost made me feel like I was tripping. You know,
0: <laughs> like they were the whole apartment complex was gaslighting you.
2: <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. Am I the only exactly. one experience
0: like you're in an episode of Black Mirror?
2: <laughs> exactly, but, no, you just have super sensitive ears, right? Right. <laughs> like, <I'm... laughs> <laughs> but it, but it really had me question myself. Like, am I just am I the asshole neighbor? Am I the Kirby enthusiasm guy? Like, am <laughs> I the one different not I even had a friend over there, and he was like, "Bro, you know, you live in an apartment, you just got to deal with that." And I was like, "Come on, man." Yeah, no. And, I, and 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 runner up to this guy with my upstairs neighbor. Cause,
0: <laughs> oh god,
2: because here's the thing. Here's the thing. When everybody started working out in their p- apartment during the pandemic, what you don't think of is the person underneath you. Right. Nope. Who hears you working out. Who hears you doing your little jogging in place or your little <laughs> yoga and your knees hitting the, the, the floor.
1: Did you ever try to confront him about the noise? Like, hey, man, can we, like, figure something out?
2: I didn't. My way of trying to send a message one day was, it was so loud, I just walked into my apartment and I slammed the door as hard as I could. And in the process, I, I fucked up my door. Stop. And <laughs> So not only did I, I not confront him I almost slammed it off the hinges out of frustration so yeah that
1: Yeah that's why that's why he didn't talk to you cuz security definitely did go to his door and he knows you that snitched on him. Security probably was like he probably slipped security a yeah, 100 yeah. bucks Be like Yo, who told who told you come here. Right. And he was like oh boy next door. True.
2: <laughs> you know what? It's crazy that I, that was kind of the energy. I never, I didn't really think about that because I was in my own world. But yeah, he did have that that energy. It's like I know you snitched on me. Yeah,
1: you know
2: that's what it was. Yeah, he so. was
1: like, man, if you just talk to me face up, I would have let you borrow a speaker.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't even understand though, like why someone needs to have their volume up that loud though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you can enjoy a movie at regular listening volume. I don't know why that enhances anything. If anything, that would just get on my nerves. Nah, that's
1: surround sound. hidden.
0: Nah, man, I think it's (laughs) unnecessary. To a certain (laughs) level, (laughs) like it does help, but to a certain point where you are disturbing your neighbors? Nah, man, that's too much. No, that's not
2: worth it. And then it's like, you know, surround sound in the daytime. I don't want to hear surround sound CNN. You know, surround sound (laughs) Anderson Anderson Cooper. with
0: Surround sound chopped. (laughs)
2: Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you
1: moved to Hollywood, and did you kind of, like, have a list of things, like, were you were looking for, for now because you're based off your past experience?
2: There's a condo now, and I have, like, nature out of my windows. Yes. And then I there's no one who lives above me. Yeah, I don't have, like, in, anybody actually connected to any of my walls.
0: Yeah.
1: See, that's that's why Nightmare Neighbors are kind of important, though.
0: They push you and make you succeed.
1: They make you succeed, but... <laughs> <laughs> they also like shape. they shape your living preferences yeah and so when you are like ready to move to that next step of actually buying a place mm-hmm. or even moving into a nicer neighborhood or whatever you're trying to do
0: you know what you want you know
1: want. what you want Yeah, you know like what what's your non-negotiables with living yeah
0: oh well the same I've had the same issues as James had as far as like upstairs neighbors mm-hmm. I've had upstairs neighbors for so long and they had like a toddler that was running around everywhere yeah even past toddler age. I'm like, why are you still running? You're not right. a toddler no more. What are we doing? Yeah. So that and the nature. Nature is 100% something I have to have. Like living in the city, like once I buy something, mm-hmm. is this is not an option. I need like water, serene. Mm-hmm. I definitely need like space too. Like a yard. 100%. Yeah.
1: Hey, you like running yards.
0: I do. I'm like a golden retriever.
1: Yeah. You're like a little rabbit. <laughs> <laughs>
0: But they're like relationships. It's like you go through the bad stuff so that you learn. Now you know your boundaries. You know yeah. what you like. You know what you don't want. Um, it's just growing pains, and you got to go through it to yeah. get to the good.
1: Well, kudos to you, James, for being a bigger person, man, and just moving because a lot of people would have went into full on petty mode. we going petty for petty. Yeah. I would to put super glue
2: in his keyhole, Drawing on his dirty window, or I don't know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Had sex with his girlfriend. <laughs>
2: Right, it's right. The catch ultimate catch revenge. The right, Man, you know that. You know that door next to the door you walk into. That's where I'm at. You <laughs> give him free
1: tickets to a random comedy show. Just when he pull up, he just roasts his ass. You don't even realize you don't line up. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> That's something that is on my bucket list. Just like <laughs> invite somebody to a comedy and then snipe them. Just in front
1: of everybody. <laughs> like, oh wait a minute, is that my neighbor? Oh, let me tell you about this motherfucker here. man.
2: It's
0: a comedy no. ambush.
2: <laughs> That'd be so funny. All that bass, all that bass, but you never, you know what I don't hear? Shower water. Yeah, yeah, never, yeah. You know what I mean? When
1: you fuck it, it's quiet though.
2: You're right.
1: <laughs> your small strokes. You're
2: right. I'm your neighbor, so I know how long you last, laugh, brother.
1: <laughs> we, love you. we love it. We love it. Well, James, do you have uh, some extra time to stick around for one more segment? Uh, sure. All right, man.
0: That didn't sound very convincing.
1: All right, we'll get right to it after this break. This episode is brought to you by Tinder. It's going to be hot this summer in more than one way. Find your summer match on Tinder. Whether you're looking for a festival buddy, someone who loves yoga
2: in the sun, or a hiking partner to stay active with, there's someone on Tinder for that.
1: So go have fun with prompts and quizzes to show off some personality or highlight some of your interests to ignite conversation. This summer, explore all the possibilities for yourself. Tinder, It starts the swipe, Demo Tinder today.
0: all right welcome back and now it is time for our our advice segment called am i the asshole and this is where the person is asking if they're an asshole and we are letting them know if indeed they are (laughs) so here is this post that reads am i an asshole for not adopting my niece and nephews the post reads i grew up being pretty close to my cousin Then in high school, she got really into the drugs (laughs) and ended up dropping out in her senior year. She eventually had my nephew. Let's call him Evan.
1: Fast forward to now, I moved away for grad school, then came back to my hometown. I hadn't heard from my cousin since she cut me off. Then recently, she contacted me through an older email account.
0: She said that Child Protective Services had removed Evan and his siblings three years ago. Now, CPS is taking away her rights for not working her plan, and she gave my name to them as a relative who would adopt them.
1: Turns out, the foster parents also have my cousin's youngest child, too. I decided not to try and take the kids, but the foster parents are allowing me to stay involved in their life as an aunt figure. When I told my cousin she was furious... She said the kids deserve to grow up with their family, and I'm doing a terrible thing by not adopting them. Am I the
0: asshole? (laughs) you do I think you have strong feelings about this? Oh, look, man, she ain't the
1: asshole. Listen, man, (laughs) when you cut me off, you fucked up my chance to get really close to these kids. (laughs) (laughs) All right, and I love them from a distance, and I always love them from a distance. (laughs) Nah, she ain't the asshole for not adopting. You, we, we
0: don't.
1: How how does woman who has no kids all of a sudden you gonna throw four on her plate?
0: Yeah, that's that's a big ask of somebody. Ta- raise my kids. That's intense.
1: <laughs> they gave you a plan to follow. It had to be simple shit too, like feed them breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> James, I don't know, man. Where, where you stand on this? Oh, I,
2: I I can't wait to just tell you how much I agree with you. Are you crazy? <laughs> <laughs> you know who's the asshole. The person who did the drug, the yeah, life, yeah, you know, that's when child protective services came. That was because you were the asshole, you Thanks. know what I'm saying? If your kids deserve to grow up with family, get off the drug, you know what I'm saying? Like, get so your simple. life together, get
1: your life together, man. My mom and dad were both social workers, and I promise you, when child protection services visits a home. The last thing they want to do is take the kids from home. They give multiple chances for you to get (laughs) your shit together. And by shit, I mean, it's basic stuff, man. Right, like you don't got eyes. Right. (laughs) You know, that's (laughs) basic stuff,
2: man. Bad parent mentality. Like, you messed up as a parent. Then you think the best thing for your kids is to give them to somebody who doesn't want kids? Right, you know what I'm saying? Like instead of a foster parent, you know what foster parent means? They signed up for this. Yes, exactly. You know what I'm this, saying? this is their dream. They, they want kids. Yes, they want they actually want kids, as opposed to the other family member who's like, nah, I don't want them. Yes, come judgment day, I don't think God's gonna knock off porch for this this era <laughs> of my life. You know, facts. Should have taken them kids.
1: Right. She's uh... like, I love my role as an auntie. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Matter of fact, you throw those kids on her plate where she's unwilling to have them. You might throw her into a life of drugs. You know, ain't no telling what kind of stress. <laughs> <laughs> I, she's I wasn't gonna...
0: addicted to this crack until I had these three kids to take care of.
1: You know, ain't <laughs> no telling what kind of stress you gonna be under, man.
2: Hey, girl, I get it. I understand why you on the drugs. Who you do? Okay, <laughs> these kids are driving me crazy.
0: Oh, yeah. I don't even like when someone adds me as a godparent. I'm like, so you're saying? I that if be... you die, <laughs> this is on me. Right. I don't even like that, let alone you still alive. <laughs> and now I got to raise your kids and you right here. Right. No. So in closing, no, you are not the asshole lady.
1: Mm-mm. The the person that was on drugs is the asshole and will always be the asshole.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: and, and her deal.
1: Yeah. I, I think at this point, there's been plenty of documented cases where we all know that drugs are drugs is a bad idea yet people seem to still try it you know and that's just a very egocentric way of, of thinking that like well not me <laughs> you know <laughs> but what do I know huh
0: what do I know what do I know alright that was amazing James thank you for joining us I hope you had a good time
2: I did I had a great time this is this very fun I'm glad I stayed on for the assholes <laughs> Right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no doubt bro hey we appreciate it uh, t- tell the people where they can find you on social media
2: now you can find me at at the james davis t-h-e-e james davis and I'm out here posting like crazy yes, right there
1: yes sir yes sir man so make sure you follow james super funny online super funny person go see him on a stage near you other than that man we appreciate you bro
0: thanks james
2: Bye, right, y'all thank you <laughs> bye, bye. Candice.
1: oh god Candace. Candace Thompson, (laughs) we made it.
0: We did. We
1: made it to the part where we could just remind people that there's a lot of good in the world. Okay? I keep telling you this, but the hate, the negativity rises to the top, but the majority of the glacier is good. This I promise you. It's the only way the human race has made it this far. Put on a nice turtleneck. Maybe a Galapagos Island turtleneck. Very warm. Get ready.
0: I'm ready.
1: For Won't You Be My Neighbor. This post reads, Teacher builds school desks and furniture for children in need. An Iowa school teacher, who's also a part-time woodworker, put together a team to create homemade desks for kids in need to use while remote learning.
0: I just felt in my heart that it was like, this is what I need to do. This is what you're going to do kind of thing, he told reporters.
1: Evans already had his own business, Evans Woodworking, that he started out of his garage. So he knew he was capable of finding a solution.
0: It was just one of those things. Like if you see a need, you have to fill it, he said. And it was something that I knew I could do with a little help from my friends. And there's a picture of the desks yeah, they They look very nice. A lot of kids don't have desks at home. That's because, why homework
1: doesn't get done.
0: Because you'd sit up there on your bed trying to do work. And the next thing you know.
1: Yeah, you're sleeping or your lower back is killing you yes. or you're trying to do homework on a dinner table. There's people in the eating, kitchen, you know. There's grease
0: that you ever turn in homework with oil stains yeah, on it. Yeah,
1: facts. Oh, I used to have all types of African food on my homework. <laughs> <laughs> my teachers be like, could you bring me some of this? She <laughs> in was a like, large I tasted quantity? this. Is this curry? Is this okra?
0: <laughs> <laughs> you got an F, by the way, but this curry is, is delicious. Immaculate. Now, I
1: love this a lot.
0: It's not a guarantee, but. You know, like I have a desk in my office. Mm-hmm. Do I do anything with it? No.
1: No, but it looks very nice.
0: <laughs> Haven't used this thing in years.
1: But it's a nice desk.
0: But it looks good. So it w-
1: the option at the very least. Worst case
0: scenario, they just have a nice piece of furniture that they could even sell themselves and make a profit.
1: Yeah. They could put an offer up. You're like, oh, Yo, all my desks were an offer up within two weeks. <laughs> 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 they, they sold.
0: <laughs> How messed up would that be if he went and saw Solve his desk? His desk?
1: Fine carpentry, <laughs> homemade, <That is> <laughs> never used, <At> brand <laughs> new. new. Trust me.
0: No boogers or anything underneath it. No chewing gum stuck right. underneath it. I didn't carve my initials in it.
1: Action price, 200 but willing to hear offers. <laughs>
0: <laughs> willing to negotiate.
1: But shout out to this man for stepping up to the plate, for making a tough situations for students, teachers, and parents alike. just a little bit easier for them. We commend you and you get the neighbor of the week award. Thank you for your service. Thank you for your service, sir. Candace, what did you learn today, man?
0: I've learned that I miss crab a little bit. Remember when we were talking about lobster and crab, and you know I don't eat that anymore, but crab was delicious.
1: It was delicious.
0: And I never spend any time thinking about it, but this podcast made me want crab again.
1: I think crab ran into some trouble when the STD was named after it too.
0: Yeah, that was not good publicity.
1: For crabs at all. But they never really recovered from that.
0: They did recover from it because no one has crabs anymore because no one has pubes. Deforestation. They need to do a VH1, where are they now, where are they <laughs> on now? pubic legs. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, we just kind of fuck with the possums now, man, you know. got it. I got into some possum business. My boy downtown, he's into tigers. <laughs>
0: Like it's not the same though. It's not the same not as the the old same, neighborhood, man.
1: Not the same like the humans, man. <laughs> Wild times. Let me tell you, man. The seventies were fucking crazy, bro.
0: <laughs> what did you learn, Chinadu?
1: I learned that the KFC on Sienica is closing. Exclamation point! Exclamation point!
0: That changes your plans for
1: tomorrow and the rest of the week. It changes my lifestyle. I know. I can't believe the KFC just turned his back on me like that, <laughs> without an email or nothing. They could have. Axe does. We could have did a GoFundMe for the kids. <laughs> In case a KFC wants to bring you on the team, where can they find you?
0: Jokes by Candace. That's
1: right. You can find me at Chinadu Unaka. Chin, E-D-U-U-N-A-K-A. Also, make sure to download my comedy album, Mostly Kidding. Until next time, Nosy Neighbors.
0: Nosy Neighbors comes out every Thursday, only on Spotify. Be sure to hit that follow button on Spotify so you never miss an episode. Nosy Neighbors with me, Candace Thompson.
1: And me, Chinadu Naka.
0: Is a Spotify original podcast. We executive produce the show. Thank you to our lead producer, Allison Johnson, and our producer, Courtney Gilbert. Matthew Cellelli edits the show. Cornelia Stradwick does writing and research for us. Our executive producer from Spotify is Gina Delbeck. And special thanks to Robert Adler, Dan Behar, Casey Simonson, and Kelly Kyle. Make sure to follow Nosy Neighbors only on Spotify.